and welcome to the Speaking Out podcast from the New Mexico Coalition Against Domestic Violence. Our goal is to highlight our programs and the amazing work that they're doing around the state, provide discussion around the topics of domestic violence, and create an environment of education and empowerment for anyone that may be experiencing domestic violence. This week, we're talking to one of our September Advocates of the Month, Holly Ariaga of the Domestic Violence Resource Center in Albuquerque, New Mexico. First, I have Maria, Director of Victim Services at DVRC, on to talk about why she nominated Holly. Could you tell me a little bit about why you nominated her and maybe about her role with the organization? Sure. So she is our field advocate. She works nights. The reason why I nominated her is because she is simply amazing. She cares so much about the victims and working at night leaves you with no resources at all. You cannot call emergency funds to help you put in someone in a in a hotel. You cannot count with a lot of things that during the day we have. And she always manages to put everyone to safety. She is a really smart person that cares about people. I've seen her like calling so many people, contacting detectives, contacting officers, ACS, like just like calling every number that she can to put clients into safety. So she's just amazing. Amazing. She is like so naturally nice. And she cares a lot. She's so empathic and she's there every night ready <laughs> to work with law enforcement. And she enjoys it. Like she loves working nights. She actually was interviewed to work during the day. And she told me like, Maria, do you have a position at night? I would love to work with law enforcement and respond to the scene. So it is something that it's just in her and, and she's great. She's going to do anything in her power to put someone into safety and support her clients. So thank you so much for nominating her and giving us the chance to talk with her. Thank you. And now for our conversation with Holly. All right. Well, thank you so much, Holly, for joining me today. I'm so excited to talk to you and congratulations on being one of our September Advocates of the Month. Could you tell us a little bit about yourself and your role with DVRC? Well, first, thank you for having me. Thank you for for the nomination and everything. My name is Holly Ariaga. So as far as um, I'm a field victim advocate with DVRC, and I'm still pretty new. I started in February. So I have been there maybe six, seven months now. Field advocates, we actually go on scene with law enforcement. So there's the difference there. What made you want to get into that work? So before this, I was dispatch for police and back in Texas. And so just being able to the dispatch side, being the initial call, having all of these calls, especially DV calls, um, I think it made me want to shift more into advocacy. Had you been an advocate prior to this job or is this your first time working in advocacy? This is the first time working advocacy, so it's been a different experience, um, especially my supervisor who was training me can tell you it was a big shift going from dispatch to you know advocacy. It's just completely different of when interacting with the public or victims. What would you say is one of the biggest differences in that work? 
So for dispatch, you have a limited time frame, sometimes with the people on the other line. So you have to get the information as accurately and as precise and as quickly as you can. Mainly, of course, your typical, where are you, what's the location, names, or just, you know, really just the most brief and most important, and of course, for like officer safety. Um, so the switch here is for victims, you know, it's victim-centered, so it's listening to what's going on with their situation and just really being able to just listen to them. And it's just very different from, you know, trying to get everything very quickly. What do you think is one of the most important aspects of your job as an advocate now? So for field, we're actually able to be there on scene when it occurs or even within, you know, few hours of since it happened. So it's important, I think, for them to realize there's other resources or people they can talk to about this past that initial incident. Because sometimes, you know, if it occurs, if they make contact with law enforcement or what other situation is, they're not aware that there's more out there for them. What do you think is one of your biggest successes that you've had as an advocate so far? So for me, um, it's actually been some, even if it's on the phone, whenever they call a helpline and after the conversation, even if it's just listening to the victim about their situation and whenever they say they feel better after that interaction, it makes, for me, that's a success. If at any point they feel better than when they initially made contact with us. What are your aspirations for the future? Do you plan to stay in advocacy or do you have long-term goals that look different? So I do for now. I think advocacy and I think just since I'm still new, um, I definitely am still learning. And so I try to read about, you know, different aspects of it. So right now, I think my main goal is to learn more about the job and just how to interact with the victims. Um, you can ask my coworkers. I email enough of them and ask questions all the time. And so I think my main right now is just trying to learn more. What is something that you think your community struggles with the most? So not being from this area, for example, Albuquerque or just New Mexico, it has been different. I'm trying to see what the difference is in demographics and just, you know, cultures. From now, I see a lot of resources. It's difficult for victims to get a hold of. Even with, you know, assistance, there is limited sometimes resources for them. And just the demographics of the people here is it's also different. So that's what I've been trying to, to learn cross cultures and of course you know native americans you know here as well so if someone were listening to this and wondering how they could make a difference in their community what would you suggest for them to do so i think usually when we want to reach out we think on a larger scale you know going out to shelters which is great you know anything that's in your community but sometimes it's also important to start small and that may be just the people in your life within your family, within your friends, just people that are close to you that just reaching out and seeing if they need assistance. Maybe sometimes starting small and seeing those people around you, maybe they need help. You could also start there. And then my last question is, what is some things that you do to help take care of yourself? It would have to be my family. So because I used to live further away from them, it's also one of the reasons why I decided to move here. Because of the job, it definitely is, you know, sometimes difficult. So just having family to not distract yourself, but just to, you know, see other side, something positive in your life. For me, it's if, whether it's taking my little sister out to the movies or doing something like that, simple like that. 
So is there anything else that you can think of that you would really like to say to someone that might be listening? I think, like you mentioned earlier, as far as what the people can do, as far as their community, it's, I think it's important, especially working with victims. A lot of them feel they're not heard or they're not able to talk to those close to them for many different reasons. And so sometimes if, if we're actually able to let people that are close to us know that we're there for them to support them or even just listen to them, I think that would help a lot. Well, thank you so much for talking to me today and for all of your work that you've been doing with GVRC and for the people in your community. We want to thank our programs that work tirelessly across the state to support those affected by domestic violence. Each and every staff member, advocate, therapist, and supporter is important. We appreciate you. If you or someone you know is experiencing domestic violence, there is help available. Please call the hotline at 1-800-799-SAFE or 1-800-799-7233 or visit their website on a safe device at www.thehotline.org. Love our conversations? Make sure to subscribe, rate, and share our podcast. You can submit questions and feedback to Rochelle at nmcadv.org. Thanks for listening in.